tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 at AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Hey there, how are you? Good morning. Welcome to Ag Life. Andy Peterson is my name in on the second day of January. Our first show of 2020. We'll make it a great one, right? And uh, first work day, I guess, of 2020. Although uh, a lot of us in ag had other responsibilities yesterday. That's just kind of how it works 24 7, 365. Plants always grow, and, um, and uh, trees are always in need of care, and animals need taken care of no matter the day of the year, right? That's. Uh, modern food production uh, as it's always been and probably always will be and and that's you know part of what we enjoy too is making sure that we do things the right way and making sure we provide that excellent care and making sure that we leave things in a better place when all is said and done so lots of stuff here hope you had a wonderful new year's eve and uh, new year's day i hope you did get some family time with all of that said i had a wonderful evening and a wonderful day watching football yesterday of course, uh, uh, you may know that I uh, grew up in Iowa. I'm an Iowa grad, and so my Hawkeyes took care of business um, late last week, uh, although that still may be <laughs> a bit of a sore subject as it goes. But anyway, um, looking forward to 2020, though. A lot of exciting things planned and a lot of fun to be had, certainly, and uh, we do that each and every hour here on Ag Life, which is why it's so much fun to be sitting in this chair with you. So, um, one thing that may have happened, though, that you may not be all that pleased about is some extra pounds may have showed up during the holidays. There is a right way and a wrong way to shed them. Uh, now that we've moved past it, the right way, much less painful. Gary Crawford will be in it and talk about this. Stephanie Hell with an update on the um, um, folks at the airports, you know, the Beagle Brigade and such who have really been under the spotlight with African swine fever charged with keeping pests and diseases out of the country. Busy travel season, of course. So look forward to Stephanie's update. Rod Bain will be here to uh, talk about um, grant funding component of a longtime USDA conservation program. Doug Cooper will provide his market reports, of course, and uh, in-depth features. Tony St. James and the folks at American Cattle News will be alongside California Fruit and Nut Report all as we continue here on Ag Life this morning. So let's get our update. You think about how busy your holiday season has been. Spare a thought for the officers who are charged with keeping pests and diseases out of the country. Take it away, Stephanie. For Customs and Border Protection, the holidays are always a busy time of year. We have seen in past Decembers, going all the way back through my career and even before me, that people have a higher likelihood of bringing something of agricultural interest. That was Kevin Harriger with CBP's Agriculture Programs and Trade Liaison Office. He says people entering the country must declare what they are bringing. And even if they declare these things, they may be prohibited or regulated, or I still need to inspect or examine some part of that, not 
physically touching the food in every instance, but I have to make a regulatory decision as to whether or not that product that you're bringing from wherever you're coming from is honorable in the United States. With more than 350,000 international passengers arriving at U.S. airports every day, this is a challenge. There's 2,500 agriculture specialists, which I represent. Our job is to keep foreign animal diseases and invasive plant pests from entering the United States. The agents work at more than half of the 328 ports of entry to the country. And a port of entry is a officially designated location where people and things can enter the United States from foreign sources, right? All along the Canadian border, the Mexican border, international airports and seaports. He adds that the list of inadmissible products is long. And when they bring all these things with them, like a suitcase or fresh fruits, vegetables, meats, eggs, animal skins, hides, animal products, which are the consumables, or animal byproducts, which are things you don't consume, like a bone or skin that you wouldn't be able to eat. Those things are all regulated. They're strictly regulated by the USDA. One reason those kinds of products are restricted is because officials are working to keep out animal pests and plant diseases. Like foot and mouth disease, bovine spongiform encephalopathy, classical swine fever, swine vesicular disease, avian influenza, Newcastle disease, or most recently, the most nefarious of them is African swine fever virus. And he notes African swine fever is a threat from two different directions. There's a front that we have in Russia and the old eastern part of Europe, if you will. There's African swine fever virus there spreading. So all the things and people coming from there to the United States legitimately could be carrying with them that foreign animal disease. On the Pacific side, the UN's Food and Agriculture Organization reports African swine fever in nearly a dozen countries, including China, Vietnam, South Korea, the Philippines, and Indonesia. We have all these countries that are now positive and have African swine fever virus in that country. So the USDA has told us this particular country is now positive for African swine fever virus. Therefore, Customs and Border Protection officers want to make sure that any disease that is not already here continues to stay out. More details about what items are allowed and not allowed can be found online. Go to cbp.gov and click on travel. This is Stephanie Hope. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. No question, a lot of hard work and effort being put in on our behalf, and we appreciate those folks very much. Nice job there, Stephanie, as we continue on Ag Life this morning. And we turn now to Rod Bain with details on a new grant funding component to a longtime USDA conservation program that's designed to test new innovations and technologies at the field level. Rod, take it away. It's a new component to USDA's Conservation Innovation Grants, a component introduced as part of the 2018 Farm Bill. This on-farm trials component is really designed to take those innovations that we know have a conservation benefit that do good things on the landscape, but for whatever reason haven't really gained necessarily widespread adoption. Kerry Cohen is with the Natural Resources Conservation Service, which oversees the Conservation Innovation Grant Program and this new on-farm trial component. He says the new offering fits well with the intent of CIG. Conservation Innovation Grants as a program has been around since 2004, and the program is really designed to support the development of innovative approaches and technologies for private lands conservation across the nation. It's really the only program of its kind here at NRCS, so it kind of has a unique niche, and it's been quite popular over the years. 
Recently, the first recipients of grants covering on-farm innovation trials were awarded. Sixteen projects total awarded over $24 million in monies in this initial round of grants. Cohen says recipients are public and private partners set to conduct three-year field studies on various conservation practices and systems to determine both environmental and economic benefits. He offers an example of a project from among the on-farm innovation grant recipients. Clemson University has this really innovative irrigation management technology that they're looking at accelerating the adoption of with producers. So they're going to be working with 18 producers down in South Carolina. And the idea is that this technology combines in-field sensors, so you're actually getting real-time irrigation information and soil moisture information, and it's shooting that information up into the cloud so that a producer looking at their smartphone or looking at their computer can get real-time irrigation information that will help them make decisions about irrigating their crops so they can do it most effectively, most efficiently. Cohen adds, Within this on-farm trials component, there is yet another subcomponent that's called the Soil Health Demonstration Trial, and that is strictly focused on soil health projects, and it's a part of this larger on-farm trials piece. With an example of a soil health demonstration trial project found in California. Really looking at accelerating the adoption of soil health management systems and practices on orchards out in the Central Valley. A lot of people don't think of almonds and walnuts and tree fruits as a place where you're going to have cover crops and lots of other soil health practices. But in fact, in California, it's kind of been a growing phenomenon. And this project is trying to sort of increase the use of these soil health practices and systems on orchards in California. I'm Rod Baden reporting. All right, Rod. And of course, before we look ahead to 2020 too much, we need to um, kind of recap 2019, right? It was a year that a lot in agriculture would like to move on and forget about for a lot of reasons. Uh, challenging, to say the least. And our friends at American Farm Bureau are looking back to reflect on the victories for agriculture. Chad Smith with the latest. Hey, Chad. 2019 will be remembered as one of the toughest years in recent memory for American agriculture. But there were many bright spots, too, says Dale Moore, executive vice president of the American Farm Bureau. Seeing the waters of the U.S. rule get rolled backwards and the new clean water rule moving forward, we saw the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement pass the House. We saw a Japanese government come together with the United States and come up with a new agreement that puts us back in the game seeing the disaster bill coming forward and the trade mitigation payments we welcome that extra assistance to get us through a very tough year while there were victories in 2019 a long list of challenges dominated the headlines and Moore says weather was at the top of that list we had rough weather getting crops in the ground we had rough weather throughout the growing season whether it was blizzard late winter spring floods the hurricane season the wildfires mother nature has just not been cooperative. This ongoing trade war that we've had with China, some progress toward rationing back tariffs that have hit all of agriculture so hard here in the United States. Moore says farmers and ranchers stepped up to help each other through some of those serious weather disasters in 2019. Certainly the flooding in the Midwest. We had multiple state farm bureaus and others contribute to special funds to help farmers and ranchers that were hardest hit. Some of the same states that were hit with flooding were helping other states that were hit with hurricanes. Go back over the last two or three years. It's something that just makes me very proud to represent the men and women who farm and ranch in this country. Chad Smith. So yeah, some bright spots in among the tough times in 2019. Here on Ag Life this morning, still to come, Gary Crawford uh, telling us about the right way maybe to drop a few of those extra pounds we may have put on during the holidays. Much less painful than the wrong way, of course. Doug Cooper will be alongside and we'll talk about one possible technology upgrade in the dairy business. All as Ag Life continues now, American Cattle News. 
Dairy Radio Now, sponsored by Linder Equipment in Tulare. This is Dairy Radio Now with Bill Baker. The American Dairy Science Association is an international organization of educators, scientists, and industry representatives who are committed to advancing the dairy industry and creating an atmosphere in which various segments of the dairy industries freely exchange knowledge. Joining us today is Dr. Ken Olson. He tells us about the Large Dairy Herd Management ebook that is available for purchase. Yes, the Large Dairy Herd Management book has been a really a classic textbook. It's something that everybody taking dairy management classes had used. The first two editions were print editions. We knew that the information was getting dated, and so last year we introduced a new ebook that is a complete update of the book. There's 15 different sections, information on all aspects of, of dairy management. Being an ebook means that we've also included video, graphics, and lots of other things to en- enhance the learning experience. But it's a great resource for dairy farmers, consultants, veterinarians, and especially students. More details on how to purchase the updated Large Dairy Herd Management ebook at ldhm.adsa.org. Olson says there's another tool out there, and this is for when it comes to learning the multiple aspects of silage. Right. There are at least 30 different articles that cover different aspects of silage production. and You know, everything from the growing to the nutrition to the use to the storage, the health aspects relative to concerns over mycotoxins and the entire gamut as far as uh, silage production. These... There was a, a series that were published in the Journal of Dairy Science. Now, pulled those out as kind of a standalone publication as well. If people are interested in the latest and greatest research relative to silage production, uh, that's available from ADSA. And uh, really, one, one good way and an easy way to get to most of the things, if we go to adsa.org, uh, from there it's easy to click on an icon to go to the different things. This would be under the Journal of Dairy Science and can find it there. Another resource worth noting, calf health and management. The Journal of Dairy Science includes a series of six articles that are based on the National Dairy Calf and Heifer Study that USDA completed a little bit ago. These are the first really scientific publications coming out of that study. But it covers all aspects of heifer production. It's based on survey data from across the country, so it's very representative of the entire dairy heifer production system. Everything from management systems to health, nutrition, growth all aspects of dairy production. And again, this is based on work that USDA NASA has done relative to heifer production. Pleased to have those. Go to ADSA, click on the Journal of Dairy Science. Uh, you can obtain any of those articles relative to that and see what they are. One of those articles for the consumer out there, milk at breakfast. Right. You know, dairy science is kind of unique amongst the scientific societies in that our membership includes everything from the production side to the dairy food side. So we get both animal and human nutrition and all aspects there. One of the studies that was published, again, it comes in the Journal of Dairy Science with some work that, that looked at the consumption of dairy products and the impact on blood glucose levels following that during the day and found that actually the consumption of dairy products helped to lower blood glucose during the day. So we think that has some very positive implications for consumers and for the dairy industry. As we take a look at the health of the human today with these metabolic diseases and type 2 diabetes, 
this is an important study to look at. Right. We think this really is, is some work that has great potential. Like most research, you always need to have some additional work to follow up, but I think this really lays some great groundwork for it. And we do share these sorts of things with the general media as well. And so there's been strong interest relative to many of the major consumer publications relative to this type of information. That We're pleased the dairy industry can be out front in, in providing that for consumers. That's Dr. Ken Olson from the American Dairy Science Association. More details at ADSA.org. When you add cottonseed to your feed, your cows and your bottom line come out the winners. The high fat content of cottonseed provides your cows with extra energy that they can use to increase the butterfat content of their milk. Cottonseed also helps cows maintain optimum body condition and that adds up to a better bottom line for you. To get the most out of your feed, just add cottonseed. Feed your bottom line. Order online at wholecottonseed.com. A new tool to help with profit margins. It's called Net Herd Replacement Cost. And we'll talk about it tomorrow with Dr. Mike Hutchins from the University of Illinois on our weekly Feed Forum Friday. Join us for that tomorrow. I'm Bill Baker, Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. What's the future of the biofuels industry look like? We'll explain after this. The 2020 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA Trade Show will be deep in the heart of Texas, San Antonio. It's the cattle industry's biggest convention with education, networking, and fun. Plus, you can check out the huge NCBA Trade Show, outstanding entertainment, and much more. So make your plans and be there for the 2020 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA Trade Show, February 5th through the 7th. Details at ncba.org. One of the long-term biofuel considerations, Dan Bossy with Ag Resource says, Biofuels are like me. I don't want to throw you in there. We're mature, okay? You're not going to see the growth anymore because we're not seeing, at least in terms of gallons of gasoline consumed nationally, miles driven. It's not rising to a degree that we can blend more ethanol, at least at a 10% rate. It did move up to 15%, but then you've got to get service stations that need to put in pumps and different logistics in where we sit today. That's a big process. As I see it today, I would just call the biofuel realm within the United States as mature. We can add a little around the edges, maybe a couple hundred million bushels of consumption with E15, but it's not a driver going forward. Longer term, you know, we do see the electrical vehicles coming into the realm. We see some real pushback, if you will, as automobiles become more efficient. So when I get to 2022, I still believe we're going to be looking at 14 and a half or 15 billion gallons of ethanol, no matter what politicians do. And so I know the corn farmers are very excited about this issue, about refineries getting exemptions. You know, this year we think it's worth about a billion or a billion two, but uh, longer term, it's not a structural thing that the market can put its teeth into as being a new opportunity for demand. With another Ag News update, I'm Tony St. James. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Denver, we caught up with Michael Gergi from Student Loan Advisor. I think the biggest thing to remember when it comes down to student loans and student loan forgiveness is that you have to be very, very vigilant because it really can be one of the biggest empowering choices of your life to go out and get this degree inside of the veterinary field, or it can be a, a tremendous roadblock if it's not managed properly. So we really try and encourage that as the overarching theme and, and the top line piece of advice that we give to folks. There's more valuable information on avma.org. American Cattle News. 
When it comes to shipping protein to China, the U.S. is the supplier of last resort. The 2020 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA Trade Show will be deep in the heart of Texas, San Antonio. It's the cattle industry's biggest convention with education, networking, and fun. Plus, you can check out the huge NCBA Trade Show, outstanding entertainment, and much more. So make your plans and be there for the 2020 Cattle Industry Convention and NCBA Trade Show, February 5th through the 7th. Details at ncba.org. Joel Haggard is with the U.S. Meat Export Federation. We're the supplier of last resort, but we are the supplier that could grow. Uh, at MEF, we've been working the, working the last um, six weeks or so on some estimates of how much we could supply. And um, we, we think we could export up to 1.6 million tons of pork. Just for comparison, in 2018, we did 220,000 tons. So we could, we could significantly increase our trade there uh, on pork, and uh, we see the demand being there. Um, similar on the beef side, we're, we're out of the market. Uh, we're, we're relegated to a very low market share, below 1%, because of uh, the 47% duty. And then the challenges of meeting their zero tolerance on uh, hormone residues, synthetic hormone residues in imported meat. So even though our exports to China uh, from the export sales report are up in high double digits, nearly triple digits, um, we're still, uh, we're still um, not really uh, participating in a market that in Jan- from January, September, has grown total import size by 53% over the pace of last year, which was already a record pace. So China by far is the largest beef import market. We're relegated to less than a 1% market share. There's a lot of potential there to grow demand, but again, we have those uh, two handicaps facing us. I'm Tony St. James, American Cattle News. There are millions of us. Get up, stand up, and get involved now. We won a victory two and a half years ago. We won a victory for every parent worried for their children. Election 2020. Yes, you can make a difference. Become a Power Talk Precinct president. And with your drive, we are going to keep on working. You will receive an invitation to attend our weekend political operative training workshop, where you learn, strategize, mobilize, and meet local, national, and state elected representatives, party leaders, and Power Talk's Trevor Carey. We are one movement, one people, one family. Not everyone has to walk the campaign trail. Volunteers are needed for many other needs. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Powered by WeVoteUSA.com. Become a vote harvester with Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. We're not at headquarters. We're on the front lines. Every once in a while, the guys at Best Concrete Blocks get supply ahead of demand. Concrete blocks are great for building retaining, dividing, or security walls. They're stackable and an inexpensive alternative to chain link or wood fencing. But boy, howdy, do they have too many. So for a limited time, every concrete block is 25% off. 1,000 and 2,000 pound blocks delivered to your job site at a 25% savings when you call 288-7902. That's Best Concrete Blocks, 288-7902. 
America never stops. Thanks to the financial support of Farm Credit, neither do the farmers and ranchers who call her home. Since the beginning, we've been helping rural America show the world what hard work can achieve. But the job is far from over. And as rural America grows further, we'll be there, just as we have for 100 years. Learn more at farmcredit100.com. Guys, waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-476-0414. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-476-0414. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-476-0414. 1-800-476-0414 iHeartRadio From iHeartRadio, number one for podcasts Monster, DC Sniper I don't think America has ever gone back to the way that it was before the DC Sniper A man has been killed in front of me The gunman, most likely a skilled marksman fired six times in the course of 16 hours He was a psychopathic, cold-blooded killer Hear an episode of Monster 3, Sunday night at 6 p.m. here on Power Talk 96.7 at a.m. 1400. Power Talk 96.7 and a.m. 1400. With the Farm and Ranch Report, I'm Rick Worthington. The United States and China have agreed on the terms of a phase one trade deal that reduces some U.S. tariffs on Chinese goods and is said to boost Chinese purchases on American farm products, energy and manufactured goods, while addressing some disputes over intellectual property. Neither side has released many details on the agreement, but we do know that China has committed to increasing purchases of U.S. agriculture products by $32 billion over two years. The director of the National Economic Council, Larry Kudlow, wouldn't give specifics, but says we'll benefit, certainly. They do remove some uncertainty, and they also increase incentives to invest, and they're also going to double our exports to China, just to name a few things. Intellectual property, protecting the family jewels, protecting creativity, protecting the technological advances that make America the best economy in the world, that is going to attract huge volumes. I'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars of new investment. Again, with China committed to increasing purchases of U.S. agriculture products by $32 billion over two years. The president has said that China may buy $50 billion worth of American farm goods annually as well. Did you hear that? That's the sound of great careers in agriculture. 
one of which could be yours. With the number of different job boards that are online these days, it can be overwhelming trying to find out what best suits you as an individual in the ag industry. Hey, sift through the clutter and find your agricultural career on the job board focused on you. AgCareers.com AgCareers.com is the leading online job board for the agricultural, food, natural resources, and biotechnology industries. We are committed to fueling the next generation of talent in agriculture in an effort to feed the world. We understand and support the vast number and variety of careers possible in the industry, from welders and biotechnologists to agricultural teachers and software developers. The time to work in agriculture has never been better with nearly 6,000 career opportunities available on agcareers.com. An opportunity for you is out there. Search for your future today on agcareers.com. Thanks for listening to the Farm and Ranch Report. I'm Rick Worthington. For more information, find us online at aginfo.net or like us on Facebook. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Power Talk, an iHeartRadio station. The unemployment rate is lower than it's been in decades. That means if you're trying to hire a new employee, they probably already have a job, which means you need to try reaching them in a different way. That's where iHeartMedia comes in. Every week, our radio stations reach 93% of the U.S., most likely when they're on their commute or already at work. So start connecting with the qualified candidates you've been looking for on AMFM Radio. Visit iHeartWorks.com. iHeartWorks.com. That's iHeartWorks.com. When the terrain demands precision and control, there is only one sport side-by-side that is up to the task. It's the 2019 Honda Talon 1000X, and it's available at Clawson Motorsports in Fresno. The X model offers precise handling and maneuverability, and the 1000-class engine provides rapid acceleration at every turn. Nothing gets engine power to the ground better than Honda's exclusive six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission. And there's more. Come to Clawson Motorsports to check out the sporty cockpit feel and wide plus seat. You'll find that the Talon delivers as much comfort as performance. Right now, get our Ag Special and save $3,002 on the 2019 Honda Talon 1000X. It's an excellent buy for anyone who wants it all. There's more to ride at Clawson Motorsports on Blackstone, north of Buller. For your safety, read the owner's manual. Wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Honda side-by-sides are for drivers 16 years and older. Savings based on 2019 Honda Talon 1000X MSRP. See dealer for details. Each day, Ronald McDonald House gets the blessing of giving 18 families hope. Families stay at this home away from home for as long as they need while their children are hospitalized. Children of families who stay at the Ronald McDonald House tend to be the sickest, travel the furthest, and spend the longest time in the hospital. You can help by donating $15 today and support a one-night stay for a family. Visit rmhccv.org to donate. The Ronald McDonald House wishes you and your family a very merry holiday. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. 
So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. First-hand look at agriculture around the world. You're listening to Ag Life. A couple of years ago, the president of U.S. Commodities, Don Rose, spent some time traveling around the world looking at agriculture. Where I've traveled from has been from Argentina. Now, this is over the course of the last uh, five, six weeks. From uh, Argentina, moving south down into uh, Chile, and then from uh, Chile, moved uh, down into uh, southern uh, Chile, southern Argentina, and from there into the Antarctic, in towards close to the South Pole area. Then uh, I uh, moved back up again, back closer to ag territory again, back to Chile, back to Argentina, and just yesterday flew from Chile, which by the way is uh, a bit dry there also, flew over uh, a lot of the uh, ag area in Argentina and back to uh, Paraguay. Paraguay is very much like Iowa. It's ag and more ag. It's landlocked. They do have shipping to the uh, Atlantic Ocean, however. But, Doug, when you look at it, when you move from the north to the south, uh, northern uh, Brazil has about 17% harvest on, on beans, uh, 27% planted on corn, but it's wet. And as you move south into uh, Paraguay and southern Brazil, it gets gradually drier. Uh, and, and you get into Argentina, it gets warmer and drier. And that continues all the way to Antarctica, hard to believe, but it's a warm, dry pattern all the way from uh, Argentina to the Antarctic. Now, you told me that uh, some of the folks down there that have been around a while are seeing some weather conditions that they have not seen before. Well, exactly, Doug. And I, you know, and I guess what we're really talking about is as you move into the uh, southern Argentina, southern Chile, that's the Patagonia area. That's where the uh, glaciers are. But in that area, the glacier melt was so aggressive that the roads actually had flooded, and we had to take a pickup trail through a river to cross to the other end of that. But as you move into Antarctica, the glacier melt continues. And uh, one of the people that we were uh, conversing with that's been down there a long time on different explorations, 19 years, he said he's never seen such a warm, dry condition that they've had here this last year. So the glacier melt there is very much the same, warm and dry. So you have the situation from Argentina all the way down to Antarctica. That's warm and dry glacier melt. And the glacier, actually, uh, people don't know this, but the glacier we're actually building until the last two years, and it's gone the other way the last two years. And down there, they're measuring the CO2 levels, and the CO2 levels have doubled uh, from the highest level they've had in the last two years. So they're quite concerned, and they don't know if it's man-made or or what, or if we're speeding things up, but they're concerned with the glacier melt and the warm temperatures. Something is happening. Something is happening, and they're very much trying to get on top of it. They think it's man-made. They think it's CO2. Not that you know this wouldn't have happened over time, but they think that we're speeding up the whole process 
with the CO2 emissions into the uh, air. Weather in South America has been a driving force in the markets now for several weeks. Uh, Don, what are you seeing and are they using similar genetics as uh, U.S. farmers are using? Their genetics are very much the same as we have in the U.S. Their farming practices are very much the same as we have in the U.S. You know, the only real difference is the fact that the uh, infrastructure is not nearly what it is in the U.S. You don't have the transportation systems that you have until it takes a long time to get to storage facility. You know, that's a big issue. They don't have the storage facilities that we have. But the producers here are fighting one big thing, and that's the fact that the currency is really not that stable. And so a lot of the producers, particularly, uh, you know, we do this in the U.S. too. It's a drier pattern. They think their crop's getting smaller. Their hands are in their pocket. They're not selling the crop. But they also use their crop actually as a bit of a currency because if you put it in circulation and you get cash, you know, that's the devalues. And, you know, they just feel more comfortable with grain as their currency versus uh, paper currency, which devalues. So as far as the crop size, Doug, they look at the U.S. and they say, you know, you guys had a dry conditions up there for a long time. You ended up with much better yields than you thought. And that's what their hope is, and so we'll see. A fascinating trip indeed. Don Rose is president of U.S. Commodities, located in West Des Moines, Iowa. You're listening to Ag Life. I'm Doug Cooper. This is Tim Hammerich with California Ag Today. The Almond Board of California recently announced their $5.9 million investment into next-generation farming practices. We're exploring some of those initiatives this week as they offer insights into challenges faced by California growers. Josette Lewis, Director of Agricultural Affairs for the Almond Board of California, says one area these investments have really paid off recently has been in something called whole orchard recycling. This is when orchard gets to the end of its life and the trees are taken out. They're chipped and deep ripped into the soil and then disked over to put that entire orchard biomass, which is a huge amount of woody material, down into the soil. And we've been doing research for quite a number of years that shows that that can improve soil quality, things like water holding capacity, soil uh, organic matter. It does not seem to pose a particular problem for replant disease or soil-borne pathogens. But very importantly, that research this last year paid off in terms of uh, the California Department of Food and Agriculture has decided to include whole orchard recycling in their Healthy Soils Incentive Program. Lewis says this incentive program will provide dollars to help growers with the costs of recycling their orchards, which also gives them the benefit of healthier soils long-term. I'm Mother Nature, and I'm... Cranky. Almond growers are using Marathon fungicide at full bloom to control my favorite diseases, like my brown rot blossom blight and jacket rot. They're getting the longest lasting protection against whatever I dish out, plus stress tolerance and growth efficiency. I ask you, what's a mother to do? Be ready for Mother Nature with Marathon fungicide. Grow smart with BASF. Always read and follow label directions. When you call Sweet Bee Honey Company, we get our honeybees set to work in your California orchard. We're a commercial bee company dedicated to providing strong, uniform colonies for almond and citrus growers who want maximum pollination. Our robust, healthy honeybees are ready to serve your needs in any location that you want. Whether it's almonds, oranges, or lemons, we have all the bees you need to get the job done thoroughly and completely. Sweet Bee Honey Company. Google us or call 360-907-0842. 
With your California Ag Today report, I'm Tim Hammerich. For more information, visit www.aginfo.net. Guys, waking up over and over to pee is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to pee at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-476-0414. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-476-0414. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-476-0414. 1-800-476-0414. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, let's talk some dairy here on Ag Life this morning. Andy, and for Bob, he returns tomorrow, and uh, as we think operationally about some updates that we may make in the new year, maybe it's got to do with uh, more mechanization or more technology, and that might have to do with robotic milkers. Larry Strapp is a fourth-generation dairy farmer working on the same property established by his great-grandfather. But he says things have changed a lot since 1910 when that happened, as he's joined a growing number of dairy farmers that have turned to robotic milkers to help meet his employment needs as well as the needs of his herd. For his 200-head operation, Stapp says that the robotic milkers make great employees. Swat it with a tail, whatever you want. It will never retaliate. It never has a hangover. It never gets to work late. It's never in a hurry to get out of there. It's the same every time when that cow walks into that little station. And cows love consistency. Cows love consistency. Maybe a little tongue-in-cheek on some of the other stuff. But he says not only can robotic uh, milkers save on labor costs, they provide a plethora of detailed information. Each individual cow gets special attention and perhaps special care that would not be provided with human eyes. Every time a cow gets milked, the total pounds of milk gets accumulated, the butterfat content gets accumulated, the protein gets accumulated, the temperature of the milk gets accumulated, and they do what they call a conductivity test so that if a cow has an under infection or something right away, it will show up in the milk quality. He says in a current dairy operation, that kind of information wouldn't be available, but he also says that uh, that kind of information is absolutely key when it comes to making good business decision. So a possible upgrade in the dairy business here on Ag Life this morning. Doug Cooper returns in just a moment. Sit tight. There are millions of us. Get up, stand up, and get involved now. We won a victory two and a half years ago. We won a victory for every parent worried for their children. Election 2020. Yes, you can make a difference. Become a Power Talk Precinct president. And with your drive, we are going to keep on working. You will receive an invitation to attend our weekend political operative training workshop where you learn, strategize, mobilize, and meet local, national, and state elected representatives, party leaders, and Power Talk's Trevor Carey. We are one movement. 
One people, one family. Not everyone has to walk the campaign trail. Volunteers are needed for many other needs. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. Powered by WeVoteUSA.com. Become a vote harvester with Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. We're not at headquarters. We're on the front lines. America never stops. Thanks to the financial support of Farm Credit, neither do the farmers and ranchers who call her home. Since the beginning, we've been helping rural America show the world what hard work can achieve. But the job is far from over. And as rural America grows further, we'll be there, just as we have for 100 years. Learn more at farmcredit100.com. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Congress recently approved a $1.4 trillion spending package that prevents a government shutdown and funds the federal government through September 30th. As part of the funding, an additional $19.6 million was provided for more agricultural inspectors at land, air, and seaports to prevent African swine fever and other foreign animal diseases from entering the U.S. National Pork Producers Council President David Herring says NPPC has advocated for an increase in ag inspectors for over a year. The National Watermelon Promotion Board's food service program has helped the fruit gain traction with operators over the past five years and more is expected in 2020. In May, the Winter Springs, Florida-based board reported menu trends research showing watermelon on menus grew by 54 percent in the past four years. So far in the 2019-2020 marketing year, the board deployed several initiatives to further raise awareness of watermelons on food service menus. Now that the House has passed a revised North American Free Trade Agreement, the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement moves on to the Senate for a vote in this new year. Agrimarketing.com reports the legislation passed before the Christmas break with a bipartisan vote of 385 to 41, winning over even the most ardent trade skeptics. The Republican-controlled Senate is expected to vote on the agreement sometime in this new year, but only after Trump's impeachment trial concludes. I'm Mother Nature, and I'm... Cranky. Almond growers are using Marathon fungicide at full bloom to control my favorite diseases, like my brown rot blossom blight and jacket rot. They're getting the longest-lasting protection against whatever I dish out, plus stress tolerance and growth efficiency. I ask you... What's a mother to do? Be ready for Mother Nature with Marivon Fungicide. Grow smart with BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Let us be totally honest about a very important subject. Agriculture is amongst the most important industries in the world. Everybody has to eat, and what you are eating formulates who you are. And it doesn't matter who you are. You should be aware of the trends, the science, the issues surrounding all things agriculture. That's where the Ag Information Network of the West comes in. We diligently cover every aspect of agriculture on a daily basis. It's our passion, it's our job, it is our commitment. We're the Ag Information Network of the West. With your agribusiness update, I'm Bob Larson from the Ag Information Network of the West. It's the biggest cash giveaway in the Valley, 16K a day. Listen to Power Talk for the keyword weekdays, 3 a.m. to 6 p.m., immediately following Fox News. $1,000 every hour, 16K a day, starting January 6th. Sponsored by Energy Concepts. You ever wonder what solar panels would look like on your roof? Hey, go to 559solar.com. Check out how much money you can save. Energy Concepts, 559solar.com. Looking to get your business off to a fast start in the new year? 
It's go time. Switch to Comcast Business today. Get fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. Automatic internet backup to keep you connected even if the power goes out. And cloud-based security so you can protect all your connected devices against new threats like phishing and malware. Greenlight your business in the new year with a great deal. Get started now with 35 megabit internet and one voice line for $64.90 per month for two years. For a limited time, get a free $100 prepaid card when you switch today and add Comcast Business Security Edge. Kick your year off the right way with fast, reliable internet for your business. There's never been a better time than now. So what's stopping you? Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business, beyond fast. Comcast Business Security Edge and Connection Pro available for an additional monthly charge. Offerance 121.21 prepaid card per company. New business customers only. Two-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. All right, before we get out of here on Ag Life this morning, maybe it's not uh, the most, oh, I wouldn't say pleasant, but of course, resolution is a big part of uh, what goes on this time of year, and uh, a lot of times it has to do with dropping a few extra pounds, including if we put some on during the holidays. The right way and a long, wrong way to do it, Gary Crawford said, right way much less painful as we get to listen to Gary Crawford talk about food and entertain us to wrap things up today. Gary? Happy holidays. Yeah, well, we have the holidays behind us now. Get rid of that. And a new year is here. But after a month or so of the dinners, you know, the buffets, the holiday parties, all of that, I step on the scales today and... Whoa, wait a minute. It, it can't be. I, I've gained I, I've gained how, how much weight? Oh, a lot. And it could be as much as six, seven pounds, depending on the person. Seven pounds? No wonder I keep popping the buttons off my pants all all of this gain in just a few weeks it can come on very quickly but it takes time to burn it back off <laughs> didn't want to hear that did we that's karen insley at rutgers university extension nutrition expert which also means that she counsels on exercise and that sort of thing because the two definitely go together this time of year she says it didn't take long to put that weight on did it and the expectation that we have is to get that taken back off super quick but Karen Inslee says that's not a good idea, even if you could possibly do it. When you take weight off quickly, it's going to come back on quickly. So you want to take it off slowly. So how do you do that in the right way with the best chance of success? Well, Karen says here's not how to do it. You don't want to skip meals. You want to make sure you eat breakfast, you have a lunch, and you eat some dinner. You don't want to put yourself in this situation where you're taking in more calories at one time or letting yourself get super hungry. It causes the body all sorts of problems, also makes you so hungry at times that you overeat when you do uh, have something to eat, and you aren't too picky about what you eat either when you're super hungry. Not to mention, it gets the uh, sugar levels in your body all messed up, which can affect your mood, which may be none too good already. So next, it's time to watch and control your food intake somehow or other. So go back onto a plan that's realistic. That would be calorically cut back so that you're eating for women around 1200 calories a day maybe a little bit less and for men around 13 to 1500 calories a day so you cut back on your calories and that way you can start to lose gradually so go ahead eat three meals a day that's fine just keep them realistic cut back a bit on the calories now it may not be as much fun and frivolous as the holiday eating and snacking was but if you get yourself into that habit you will start to see it come off. You won't feel hungry. You won't feel deprived. And 
you know, it'll come off in a reasonable amount of time. Especially if you include regular exercise in your daily routine. And we'll get some tips on that next time. I'm Gary Crawford. There goes another one. I'm Gary Crawford reporting. And there you have it. Good luck on your journey as we begin a brand new year and uh, some new endeavors, certainly. Uh, for a lot of us. Should be a lot of fun, though, and very exciting. Thanks to Gary Crawford, to Rod Bain, to Stephanie Ho, to Doug Cooper, Tony St. James, the folks at the California Fruit Nut Report, and, of course, you for joining us on AgLife.